Hello, and welcome to this lightning round session that's all about talking about favorite indicators. Today, I'm going to be talking about how I use Fibonacci retracements and extensions to define my entries and exits with many different strategies, honestly. I'm Valerie Fox, and I am the host of the trade-focused podcast with Valerie Fox. <laughs> I'm also the author of the Self-Reliant Trader Method book. I've been trading for over 12 years, and I've been coaching and mentoring traders, um, gosh, for nearly five years now. So I, I really love helping traders shorten their learning curve, accelerate their you know success in their trading journey. And uh, this is a short presentation, so I'm going to be covering a ton of info. I'm going to go kind of fast because I want to squeeze it all in. But um, before we begin, let's do a quick uh, disclaimer, just reminding you this presentation is for educational purposes only, and all examples and analysis are intended uh, for education only and should not be considered specific investment or trading advice. Um, you know, feel free to pause this and read the entire thing, but just remember, you know, you're responsible for your trading decisions. Feel free to consult a financial advisor if you need some assistance. All right. The agenda for the call is I'm going to talk about what are Fibonacci retracements. Just going to give you a little background on what they are. I'll tell you more about why I like to use them. And most importantly, I'll show you how I use them. So I'll describe it. And then we'll also just pop on over to the charts so that you can see it in live action with some live charts. So what are FIBs? I call them FIBs for short because Fibonacci retracements and extensions is just a long term. So I'm going to refer to them as FIBs. <laughs> so what are FIBs? They're basically a way um, when you're in a charting platform, like a candlestick chart or a line chart. It's a way for you. It's a tool you can use to connect two points um, that are relevant in, from your perspective. And again, I'll show you on the charts what I mean by that. Uh, but like connecting a high and a low on a chart. And then what happens is the Fibonacci uh, retracement on your charting platform will draw these percentage levels where price can stall or reverse. So the most common retracement levels are the 23.6 retracement, the 38.2 retracement. A lot of traders use the 50% retracement because of its psychological value, although it's not officially a Fibonacci number. Um, then there's the 61.8 and the 78.6. So I'll show you which ones I use for what. And again, I'll show it to you visually on the charts. But basically, if you imagine price starting from a low, moving up to a high, that means that price pulls back down into those levels um, at these different variations of percentages. So why does this matter? Why do I even care to use Fibonacci's to refine my entries and exits. The first one is you get better entries because it forces you to wait for a pullback in price. So as we know, price never moves in a straight line. Whenever it's in an uptrend, it doesn't just go straight up without taking pullbacks along the way. So when you use a Fibonacci retracement to really wait for that entry once all of your other qualification factors are met with your trading strategy, you're ultimately going to get a better entry where price doesn't have to move up as far to hit your profit target. And you also get a little more natural breathing room with your stop loss. So clearly defined entry price, stop price, and target price. There's no guessing. There's no, oh, uh, when should I enter? When should I exit? When you use a Fibonacci retracement, it tailors those levels specific 
to that instrument and the pr recent price movements. Um, and it literally removes all emotion from trade management if you use them correctly. The other interesting thing about Fibonacci retracement levels, I didn't really get into like how they're calculated, but you could go do an internet search on the golden ratio. And these Fibonacci levels are tied to, tied to the golden ratio. And the golden ratio, when you research it, it you know reflects this naturally occurring pattern that happens in nature, the way things grow, the way things are shaped. Um, even human behavior. So there's all these different examples of the golden ratio and how it just continues to show up time and time and time again in nature and in our lives and with the way people behave. So there's a lot of like underlying reasons why these levels work and why people trust in them and believe in them. But feel free to do research on that uh, after this presentation if you're just naturally curious. Otherwise, let's dive into how I use FIBS. This is, again, a short presentation, 15 minutes. I feel like I'm flying through it, but I really want to leave you with some solid information that you might be able to apply to your own trading. So there's two ways I use FIBS. One is in, a, in an established trend. So this, both of these things I'm going to share with you, the two ways I use Fibonacci sequences for my entries, um, stops, and profits, one is a trend trade and one is a counter trend. So um, no matter what you trade, whether it's stocks, indices, futures, um, Forex, crypto, it can be applied to all of these. You know, when you think about an established trend, you know, if you're a price action trader, you can do highs, use highs and lows to determine that established trend. You can use moving averages. Uh, you can use Bollinger Bands. You could use RSI index, etc. RSI would probably be for more of the counter trend. But with the trend, here are the levels I use. I'm going to go through them kind of quickly. You can take a screenshot or revisit this recording. But ultimately, um, I buy and sell at the 38.2 retracement in an established trend. I put my stop at the 123.6 retracement and my target at the negative 61.8 extension. So I'll show you what all those are in just a moment. Um, you you're going to have all these. Just take a screenshot if you want or write them down. Another way I use FIBS is in a counter trend, specifically with a head and shoulders pattern. Um, the levels are a little different with that since it's a counter trend trade. I buy and sell at the 618 retracement. I put my stop at the same place, the 123.6 retracement. My target is also a little different since I'm looking for a deeper pullback. I don't have to wait as long to reach my target. And that is at the negative 38.2 extension. So all of these can be modified to your liking if you choose to use them. But, you know, I think it's all kind of gibberish just here written down on paper. Let's go see it all on the charts. And I think it'll pull it all together here for you. So let's go back here. Let's look at some trends. I'm going to start with the S&P index, the SPX. Here, this is just a daily chart. I'm on TradingView. It's a free platform. Feel free to use it if you like the way my charts look. I get a lot of questions about that. But if I let's talk about the trend, right? The established trend. So this is a clear established trend. There's a lot of ways you can define that. The highs are going higher. The highs, the lows are going higher. That's price action. You could put on like a, a 20 moving average on the chart and just picking a random one. Uh, you can use whatever moving averages or exponential moving averages or smooth moving averages you want. But I'm just trying to illustrate this in a quick way that you need to have a way of establishing the trend. Okay. So it, with just a, move, a simple moving average here, you know, when price is operating above it, 
it's in an uptrend. When price is below it, it's in a downtrend. You could also, you know, so here we're in an uptrend. This is a little mixed, but then we're in a clear uptrend again. So the cool thing is, so price is going up, moving above it. You could draw a Fibonacci from the low of that move to the high. Um, and I have a couple different levels here. Let me just zoom this in a little bit so you might be able to see it better. So this is where I started the low to the high. This is how the direction that price moved. It started down here and it moved up here. So what I care about is this retracement where I wait for a pullback, right? So as I stated in an established trend, I'm going to buy or sell in this case, buy because it's an uptrend trading with the trend, a uh, 38.2 retracement. So that 38.2 retracement is right here. You can see 0.382. So it's 38.2%. If you want to get the actual number, you just move the decimal over twice and it'd be 0.382 as a number, which is what you see here. So the pullback, the entry to buy would have been here. Here's the starting point and here's where the stop loss would be, the 1.26. So basically price went from here to here and what it's saying is it retraced. Here's the 100% mark and here's the 123.6. What I'm saying is I want to put my stop below the retracement because a lot of times it'll come back and test this level that it was at before, before continuing as it did in this case. So you want to give a little breathing room. So that's why I do the 123.6 retracement for a stop. So if I enter here with a buy to go up, the stop is here, which it didn't get tested. And then my take profit is at the negative 618, which is right here, this higher level. So I would have entered here, stop here, take profit here. You could have put all those orders in advance and um, everything would have known. There's no managing in the moment or anything like that. Uh, let's do another one. So price is still continuing right here. So I just did that one. Um, let's do the next one because this, you know, maybe you didn't see the charts right away in the morning. This is another example from here to here. Price is still making higher highs. Price is still above the moving average. Price pulls back right here. Triggers the 3.82, didn't even come down and test the stop loss, continued on up, would have hit the take profit right around here um, a couple days later. Let's see it again. You just keep moving up the trend and you can see examples time and time again from this low to this high. You didn't get the pullback. So, you know, one of the one of the things about waiting to enter with a pullback is it doesn't always pull back far enough. So, you know, it is what it is. That just never would have triggered the entry. Let's look at this next one. From here, this low to this high, I'm going to add the FIB. So the entry would have been right here at the point 38.2 to buy. Price pulled back a little deeper, but it didn't come close to testing the stop loss. And then sure enough, it did go up um, several weeks later and hit the ultimate target there. So this is on the daily chart. You can also go down to the five minute chart and see the same things. Um, on this same chart, there's an example of a counter trend. So I want to quickly show that to you with a head and shoulders. So if you don't know what a head and shoulders is, this probably, uh, you either need to study the head and shoulders to find out how it qualifies, or um, just maybe if you're more of a trend trader, just stick to that. But I just wanted to show you how it can be used in either case. So here was your established uptrend, and then all of a sudden price changes directions. So interesting thing that happens is price has now gone below this current, um, the prior low here, price moved down and is now pulling back. And not ironically, it pulled back in the counter trend, you wanna pull back to the 618. And sure enough, price pulled back here, you can see 0.618, 
So in, in the counter trend, we're not using the 382, we're using the 618 for our entry. It's pulled back. This is would be an active trade if I was trading this way on the S&P index on the daily chart right now. This would be an active trade. The stop, just move this, would be up here at the 123, which is the price of 46.71. So if it if price were to come up here and breach this, you know, we've lost our edge and you'd want to get out of it. And you could do an exact price there for your stop. And then the target on this one is closer. So since we're looking for a deeper retracement, since it's a counter trend trade, we want to get a better entry in case it goes against us, then our take profit can be the closer level, the 382 instead of the 618. So oops, that's why the um, since the entry is different, the targets can also be different. Um, and the fact in the counter trend that your distance between your entry and your stop loss is smaller, um, that means you can do a little bit larger position size if you do your position sizing based on your stop loss. Um, and some of this might be over your head if I'm just trying to squeeze in tons of little tidbits that might be helpful for you. Um, the intention is not to teach you an entire strategy, but just to show you how you might be able to use Fibonacci's to refine your entries and exits for trades, because that's something I hear from a lot of traders they really struggle with. So this is just one chart on the daily chart for the SPX. Let's go to the, let's go to another one. Let's go to the Dow Jones. Uh, these move kind of similarly, but I just wanted to show you, you can see the same thing. So right here, price moves above the 20 moving average. We draw a Fibonacci from the prior swing low to the swing high. And sure enough, you know, I don't know if that would have actually triggered. It was pretty darn close. Uh, so that one may or may not have triggered depending upon if you gave a little buffer. Um, but sure enough, it went up to the target here, like magic. It really seems like magic, um, but it's just human nature and the golden rule there. So let's do the next one. Price is still above. It moves up here. Let's see what that swing would have done if there would have been an entry. So price moves up to this high. Obviously, you don't know that all this has happened. Sure enough, yep, it triggers it. It pulls back. It pulls back. Never getting close to the stop, and then eventually does hit your take profit. So whether you would have entered on this swing right here, entering here to buy at the 382 with a trend trade, or you maybe would have seen this one a couple days later that set up another swing low to swing high, price pulls back here. In this one, it, it came close to the stop loss. So depending upon the spread at that time, uh, you may have gotten stopped out entering on that one, or otherwise you would have hit your take profit. So, you know, again, trading is all about probabilities. You're never going to win 100% of the trades. So there will be losing trades in all of this. Nothing's guaranteed with trading ever. Um, in this one, price is kind of below it, but then price goes above it again. So you could draw your um, Fibonacci there for an uptrend. Price pulls back, triggers your buy there. It pulls back deeper, but doesn't test your stop loss. And then again, goes up to the profit. So if you just look for a trend, however you like to see a trend, whether it's, you know, we can do two moving averages. So whenever, you know, the slow, the smaller moving average moves above, this would be an uptrend. Again, that same one would have triggered there. And then likewise, the counter trend. So price is moving up, up, up. And then all of a sudden, um, from this high to this low, we get a breach of that low. So you could do, uh, you have a head and shoulders there on the daily chart right here. And sure enough, price pulled up to the 618 right here. Your stop would have been way up here um, at this price, which it never even came close to. So price triggered the sell here in this case because it's a counter trend. The trend was up. It's rotating back down. Sell here, uh, profit target here. Let's go to another one. Uh, let's go to Apple. So I just looked at some indices. 
This is still holds true on candlestick charts for stocks too. So clear uptrend right here on the daily. Highs are getting higher. Lows are getting higher. Again, maybe you want to look use Bollinger Bands to identify the trend more objectively. Um, all of these are wide and moving higher. I, I kind of like price action trading personally, but um, let's see here. This swing, this low to this high, let's add a Fibonacci and see if it pulled back to the 38.2. Sure enough, price moved up, then it moved down, would have triggered the buy here. The stop uh, that I like to use, again, is way down here, which it never even came close. And sure enough, price came up and almost went exactly to the 618. So these numbers you'll see over and over and over again. Let's look at another uh, component. So in an uptrend, you just get multiple entries. So let's see, from this low to this high. Yep, boom, right there would have triggered the buy. If you had a pending order to buy, you know, when you get this high, you can add your pending order to buy here. So you don't even have to be at your computer. Price pulls down a couple days later, triggers the buy, and sure enough, goes up there. So even when you miss things on a trend, you still have plenty of opportunities to get back in. Um, we're in an uptrend and then sure enough, price breaks below this prior low right here, Got has gone down. So this is a counter trend. Let's see, we have a head and shoulders. And sure enough, right now, price has pulled up to the 618 here on Apple. Um, so if this holds, you know, we would expect it with the head and shoulders pattern to reverse potentially here. Nothing's guaranteed, so we have our stop up here in case it goes against us and our profit target down here at the 38.2. You can always stretch for larger ones or you know, do different ways of, I'm just doing a super basic way of using this. Um, that's a high probability. It also works on futures, commodities tradings. Again, this is the daily chart. You know, We have a low here to a high here. Um, in an uptrend, you could add a moving average if you wanted to validate that. So price moves above the moving average, signaling a an uptrend. You add a Fibonacci. That one didn't quite pull back, so that wouldn't have triggered you. Let's go up to the next level. Let's see this one here, and I'll move my um, low there. So on this uptrend here, you're still above the moving average. Price pulls back to the 382. Um, doesn't hit the profit target yet, but it would still be in progress unless you've locked in some profit along the way or even tightened your stop loss where, you know, you get a free look at the trade. Um, I also want to show you, you can go down, you know, you can Forex, obviously I'm a Forex trader, it's very applicable there, but you can go down to the five minute chart and see the same patterns. The five minutes a little choppier, but like if we just go back up to the, um, let's see the SPX, let me reset the chart view here to zoomed in. The lower time frames you go to, the choppier it can get. But even here you see, uh, clear downtrend here, lower lows, lower highs. So going the opposite direction with the trend, price was going down from here to here, pulled back to the 38, pulled a little deeper, but ultimately is headed towards profit, uh, would still be a trade in progress on the five minute chart. You know, the five minute action happens a lot faster. I know some of you like to trade like when the market opens, I'm trying to slide here, it's not letting me. Um, but even here, like look at this one. This is on a five minute chart, so it happens so fast. Price pulled back up to the 38.2 because we're in a downtrend here on the five minute chart. And sure enough, eventually, you know, would have hit the 618 way over here. So, you know, that was about four hours and 35 minutes um, on that specific trade. You would have hit your ultimate profit, never even really coming close to your stop loss, which was up here. So I have no idea how long I've been on this presentation. My limit was 15 minutes. I may have gone over, but just know 
you can revisit this slide, establish trends uh, using highs or lows, using a moving average or multiple moving averages, Bollinger Bands, however you like to see an established trend. Um, you can then use Fibonacci retracements um, to determine your buy and sell price waiting for a pullback, your stop and your target price. Um, you can also use the same uh, concepts in counter trend trading with a head and shoulders pattern, if that's something you're familiar with. Um, and maybe that has to be at a key level of support and resistance, or maybe you see a certain reversal candlestick and then you go down a time frame and you look for a head and shoulders. Whatever that looks like for your style of trading, if you trade with head and shoulders, you can use this. Um, also, sometimes MACD divergence uh, is very similar to head and shoulders as well. So if you trade MACD divergence, you can use it as well. But buying and selling at the 618, stop at the 1236, and target at the negative 38.2. So, you know, my challenge for you, you know, again, we covered what are fibs, why I use them, and how I use them. But really, go look for examples of fibs on your charts with how you trade. Go look at different instruments, look at current setups right now, rewind in time a little bit, and see if this is something you can easily see and get practice drawing. It takes a little bit of practice. Um, but ultimately, see if using fibs for your entries, stops, or targets could be valuable. And no matter what you decide, just remember, this is another tool in your toolkit of trading. Maybe it's something you use now. Maybe it's something with a different strategy in the future you might find valuable. But hopefully, um, in totality, you found this information insightful, helpful. Um, you know, I'm a big advocate of using rules-based trading and really eliminating emotion from trading. And when you can get exact prices using Fibonacci retracement levels that give you the exact price at that percentage pullback. It really eliminates all the guesswork and the emotional decision-making or even the need to be at your charts because when you enter a trade or you set a pending order, you can already have your stop and your target and your entry price predefined. And it works like magic, I say, but uh, all about probabilities over time for sure. And making sure you have an edge that is clearly defined for a trend or head and shoulders before you apply these principles. So thank you so much. If you made it to the end, let's connect. I'd love to hear from you. I have a free podcast you can access at anchor.fm forward slash trade focus podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. cetera. Uh, I also on my website, you can check out my book if you're interested, or you can also message me directly on my website with any questions you might have. And then I also have a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Valerie Fox fan. Thank you so very much. I hope you found it valuable. If you want to share any feedback with me, send me a message on my website. Thanks for tuning in and stay in touch. All right. Bye.